Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Good to see you, Kev. Uh, welcome thank back you from France, mate. Yeah, thank you very much indeed for doing uh, doing the duty over the I'm course honor, of the week. Privilege, it was my always, pleasure. It was always good. Um, uh, interesting week in France, mostly uh, punctuated by a completely deranged fucking Twitter feed um, of people who couldn't That's actually right. believe that I'd managed to get to France and back without any fucking delay whatsoever. And it was <laughs> so mad. It, they so hate it. They yeah. so want there to be a queue. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the excuses for me um, being able to go there without a queue were uh, ranged from you're lying <laughs> to um, that's an old picture that you sent of us because... <laughs> I've looked at the weather forecast and it's not it's raining in Calais. Why is the Therefore, road wet? you're obviously then, lying. Then they said, well, you don't get a stamp on the way back, which is not true because you actually do get a stamp you on the way know, back. Yeah. Um, oh, and then it was, oh, it's because nobody can afford to travel because nobody's got any fucking money. Oh. I mean, they just came up with uh, uh, one litany of excuse after another. And, and, and are they then maintaining that when there are those fucking ginormous traffic jams at Dover yeah. for about seven days in a row, yeah. all those people couldn't afford to travel? Exactly right. Fucking I mean, one bullshit. thing they did say which was right was that basically, I, because I went on the shuttle, which is the train, it is a lot more expensive. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of people fucking travelling. Don't, don't worry about that. But the point is, you can, the reason you know it isn't Brexit-related is because if it was, everything would be fucked. Yeah. Right? You couldn't have one um, day where it was fine and another day when it wasn't. Just because more people go, there's always been fucking trouble at Dover. Dover is a shit place to fucking go anywhere from because they haven't got enough space because they've got the White Cliffs and they've got too many people getting on too few ferries. Is that the Brexit derangement syndrome is really strange. It I really mean, you is. You still see all these people all over Twitter. Terry Christian, you know, <laughs> every fucking minute of yeah. every fucking Just day. Just going on and on about it. On and on about Brexit, Brexit's ruined the country. Remain, we should get back into Europe. Fucking get yeah. over it, you twat. Yeah, because everything's going so well in France, right? Because uh, while I was <laughs> yes, there, it is. you know, I, was, I kept expecting something to go up in flames because yeah. even where we were, which is a very rural little part of, of Normandy, um, and I must, the one thing I must say about the French though is their fucking roads are amazing, yeah. right? Not a pothole to be seen. Yeah. As soon as we came back to Folkestone on the way back, straight into a traffic jam, and every fucking road was like you were fucking going like this, you know, shaking, shaking up and down. Because the roads, even the the side back roads there, are absolutely smooth as fucking silk. Have you said there's a pothole in the fucking sun today in the newspaper? Oh, the guy's right in it. it, it it's it's uh, six foot deep. It's a pothole. <laughs> 
I mean, it's not a fucking pole. That's a cave. Well, isn't it now something like? It ta- doesn't it take something like eight hundred and fifty days to fix a pothole, which is actually nearly that three years. Eight hundred and fifty fucking years to fix. <laughs> massive fucking. It is thing. bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. But I'll tell you, there was a couple of interesting dog stories for you when I was away, because for some reason, in this part of France where we live, um, where we were staying, um, they liked Alsatians, and I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not particularly against Alsatians, no. but. They're quite frightening looking fucking dogs, right? And <clears throat> it can be lovely, but if they're not trained, they can be fucking well, yeah. terrifying. Well, opposite, um, I, I started barking at this one because it's the sort of thing uh, you, I, do, uh, you do. As you do, because, you know, I, I take. After I take, a few bits. <laughs> I take Ziggy out for a fucking walk, right? And this fucking dog, and there was a fence. You could tell the dog was fucking dangerous because the guy put a fence all the way around. But he had kids, so I was thinking, well, it must be quite a good dog. But this fucking dog would just roar, fucking constantly, and until you walk past, and then, and I, I first I started staring at it. I thought that might fucking put it off, but it didn't. Then it would sort of put its front paws on the fucking top of the fence, and I'm thinking, shit, it's gonna fucking come over the fence. But it never did. But it never fucking shut up. And eventually, I just started barking at it. But one day, I went a bit further around the corner, right, and heard some more barking. And didn't bark back, but as we walked towards, you know, this field, this fucking Alsatian came roaring out from behind a wall really fast. And I thought, shit, this is it, because this fucking dog looks dangerous, mean, unhappy. Um, And Ziggy, of course, is the softest fucking dog ever, just kind of stood there. And this dog just came right up to him, just was really in his face, barking. But then, sort of was fine, you know, because I thought we might have a problem here. And I thought, I've seen this just go wrong very quickly and eventually I just said to Ziggy let's just you know like retreat because he was obviously just like defending his area and didn't want yeah, us to go, didn't want us yeah, to go ter- any further ter- but I literally froze for a second because I thought this fucking dog is running and barking and looks fucking mean you know, it's you know got big teeth te- you know that little terrace where I live in Hampstead yeah. so, so uh, about five doors down I mean literally used to live doesn't live there anymore uh, uh, Jasper mm. uh, who was a uh, Pyrenean mountain oh yeah I think those are big, huge aren't they like the biggest dogs yeah. in the world that's and, a small you know, fucking you know, news like, for a dog like that you know they've got about body dysphoria oh, yeah. well dogs have got body dysphoria they don't they have no idea <laughs> how big they no. are so you know little Chaz my dog the Cocker Spaniel used to walk past this house Jasper will come out fucking Jasper you fucking come come on come on come on Chaz it's four foot tall you're the size of a mouse bollocks let me at it come on Uh, so yeah that was uh, dogs uh, they have no idea of how big they are Mm. and and if you have a dog like mine but Chaz he's a very friendly dog but if a dog wants a fight he doesn't care who he is well this is why we'll take him on when I thought if suddenly if this turns into a fucking bad scene I'm going to have to rescue Ziggy because Ziggy couldn't fight without a fucking paper bag you know and this yeah. fucking Alsatian looked like it would literally kill him yeah you know yeah. but I mean and then we have to take him to a vet right because one, one of the things you have to do now oh no no is, when you get the, the well in order to come back yeah, yeah we had to, I've done it myself we yeah. had to take him to the vets before we went to yeah. get whatever the equivalent now of a pet passport is yeah because uh, they don't do those anymore yeah um, and then we had to go to a vet in France yeah, I've done in it. order to get him wormed yeah um, to get another piece of paper to come back yeah. um yeah, so, well, I mean, well, so, so it was all quite efficient, actually. It wasn't a problem. But as we were sitting there waiting for the final bit of paper to be handed out, suddenly the fucking they had these sliding doors. The sliding doors open. This woman walks in with a fucking deer, right? <laughs> Worse than just being a deer, it was bleeding. He's obviously been hit by a car it's or bleeding something. Deer. Bleeding fucking deer. 
And the guys, and so suddenly everybody erupted. Stop bleeding, dear! Erupted into fucking French and was like, no, 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 no. They had to take it somewhere, but there was dripping blood on the floor. So where did they, so the vet wouldn't see it? Oh, they they told him to take it somewhere to another door because this oh, was like, okay, okay. This was like the sort well, of reception. Well, she got like driven into it or something. Well, I don't know whether she had. We didn't really speak to her. You know, she was holding this. It was quite a young looking deer. Maybe she's a bit of a psycho and she knifed it. Maybe she did. She stabbed the yeah. fucking deer. Maybe she just wanted him to finish it off. I can't stand you know. deer. <laughs> I fucking hate them too. I quite like deer. Bambi. But what anyway, a, so what a that, cunt Bambi it was all a bit. Was. So that was all a bit traumatic. Anyway, but we got over it. So um, it, this is a story for, that happened while you were away. Yeah. Uh, only a few days back, right? Uh, so it's one of my wallet stories. Oh, yeah. Like we always it. like a wallet story. So uh, on Friday uh, with uh, a couple of colleagues, and uh, a few, we went to... Oh, this uh, involves a bit of drinking. Pub, uh, locally here in London Bridge. Yeah. And I sat down at the table around about quarter past one. Yeah. And Straight people, after the pe- show. Pe- people, yeah, straight after your show. People came and went, but yeah. I didn't. I stayed there. <laughs> uh, I ended up leaving. A, a, Did you wake a, up at Stanmore again? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's almost worse than that. Uh, I ended up leaving about nine o'clock. So right. I did, I did a, a full day's work sitting in the same stall in a pub right. for eight fucking hours. That is good going. Uh, it was a personal best for red wine consumption. Yeah. I think I must have got through three and a half bottles. Right. You know, that is good going. Big, large glass right. after large glass. Anyway. Strangely, at the end of this marathon session, I could tell, I just didn't feel that pissed, right. you know, and I, and I had a chat with the Had bar. you eaten? Uh, no, I had about three chips around about one o'clock, never ate anything else. Right. I had a chat with the barman, and I thought, I, I could tell, you know, I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm holding this together, I'm not slurring my words or anything. You know, March stuff, you know, so I went to the tube station, uh, London Bridge, got on the uh, northern line to uh, Hampstead. And right. I, you know, I was feeling good. I was like, yeah. So I was going home and Henriette said, I've made some food. So I right. thought, well, I'm going to surprise her because she's going to think I'm going to stumble in barely able to talk. Right. No, I've got my shit together. <laughs> so I get, to, I get to Hampstead Station and I was going to walk, you know, clear my head even more. Yeah, yeah. Fucking get out of the station. It is pissing down. Aye. Curtain rods. And that's a long walk from there. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. So... I, go, I thought, well, oh, bollocks. So I go across the road to the uh, bus stop. Yeah. And I, I'm standing in the bus stop <laughs> on my own with a briefcase, thinking, what the fuck am I doing standing here pissed as a rat in the pissing rain? Anyway, I thought, well, I'll either get an Uber, I'll order an Uber, right. but if a bus comes along, the 268, right. I'll get that, because that goes down. The, and like, is there a bus stop at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you've was, got a shelter. Shelter from right. the rain. Um, anyway... Uh, I ordered the Uber but sure enough two minutes later on comes a 268 happy yeah. days cancel the Uber get on the bus sitting there it's only about five minutes on the bus right you know um, right, up to the right, top right, down, right down to the other the, side yeah, down the other side yeah. right to the end of my road uh, I get off the bus so I get up get off the bus I'm going to come I'm fucking going to surprise Henrietta because she's thinking I'm going to be really just I'm literally stepping off the bus right. and this this old bloke at the back, back of the bus where I was sitting he said excuse me sir and I thought what what do you want what you know, a bit sort of pissed and aggressive he said you, you've left your briefcase in your wallet on the same <laughs> So I had to fucking go really. back and get it, and then the bus fucking goes one more stop, of course. So then I had to walk back in, walk back in the pissing fucking rain, soaking wet. So the fucking bus driver didn't wait for you. Well, no, because I had to jump back on. 
yeah, yeah, well, I, I, hadn't quite, I hadn't quite got off the bus. I was right. literally in the process. Right. So I went back and he just shut the door and the fucking bus drove Wanker. on. So I had to walk back in the pissing rain. But I can't say that I was that depressed. I was actually, I, I, obviously, I was hugely relieved. And was Henrietta suitably surprised? Uh, well, 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 well um, when I got back, she, she was quite surprised because. You know, I'm strangely together. I think I sort of drunk myself so You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd become normal for me anyway. So she made some nice dinner, so we had another bottle of wine. <laughs> As <laughs> uh, you do. At that. And then I woke up in the morning, obviously feeling like fucking dog shit. Right. Uh, and, but I was like, instead of, well, of course I was very relieved about my wallet, but I was also really depressed about it. I was mm. thinking, fucking hell, Kev, you're such a cunt. You know, you, you keep doing this. Right. So I'm going to get my wallet surgically attached to Well, this myself. is the problem. You know, I've still never solved the fucking problem of my briefcase that went missing. Yeah. I never did find it. But I did once lose my iPad. I think I've probably told this story before. Because I used to have this little talk sport sort of shoulder bag, mm-hmm. which didn't weigh anything. And I used to have it over my shoulder. And I, I was like you, taking the bus home after several fucking pints or something <laughs> or other. Um, and I got home and crashed out. Woke up at sort of 11 o'clock at night and was like, where's my fucking iPad? I don't know where it is. I don't remember bringing it home. Where the fuck is it? And I then went on the, you know, look round the, look round the fucking house because it could have been there. It's so ridiculous, right? And I'm going, I don't think it's here. Somebody's fucking stolen it. I don't know what's going on. So I went in to find my iPhone, yeah. found it, and found that it was in a place in Camberwell. And I thought, right. And I was all fucking fired up. I was like, right, some cunt's nicked it. I'm going to go straight around there. Right. kick the fucking door in. I'm going to rescue the fucking iPad because I fucking know exactly where it is. Then I thought, shouldn't really drive because I'm a bit shit-faced. <laughs> so I'll do it tomorrow. So the next day, I get in the car. I'm like, right, I'm fucking ready to come across some kind of, you know, fucking den of iniquity full of thieves with loads of fucking iPhones. Yeah, and, I was, and I got there and it was fucking London Transport lost property. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally left it on the bus. Because the thing, the fucking, um, the string that kept kept it on my shoulder had fallen down and I'd probably fallen asleep or something on the bus and I'd got up and not realised I didn't have it. But luckily somebody handed it in in. and then I lost it a year later. Right, um, so you've just had a nice holiday in France. Uh, The next holiday that I want to go to the Brecon Beacon. Yeah. It's a good place to go to Broken Beacons, but whatever you do when you're there, don't light any fires because obviously there you, will, you will have an incredible urge to light a fire yeah. because it says it's a beacon. Because yeah. that's according to the Welsh National Parks Office. Yeah, that, so what they changed the name to, E.B. Fucking yeah. doesn't so matter, does it? It doesn't matter. You've got the Welsh saying it's a very good thing because it's traditional and it's the original name. But I had a guy ring me today who said, actually, uh, it's named after some Irish fucking um, prince that came to Wales. So it's not particularly Welsh as a name anyway. And the beacons bit is they used to light beacons on the top of the peaks yeah. to send messages yeah. to each other. And that's what it's always been known as. And loads of people are calling it that and saying that's what it's going to be known as anyway. What yeah, the fuck? It's, Why it's just bullshit. Absolute bullshit. And then the idea that uh, because it's uh, associated with beacons made of wood yeah. that that polluted the fucking air. Not a load of I mean, when was the last time they lit a beacon on a peak in the Breckens? Well, you know, you know, they, you, know, you know, they might have done it during the Jubilees. Remember they lit oh, all the yeah, beacons did, there? Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. So actually, it's not that long ago. But I mean, 
The yeah, idea but only that, a bit. I mean, the apparently it used to be like fucking loads of them all over. Well, the, the, the point of the brick. But anyway, it's bollocks. And what a ridiculous thing to well, do. Well, yeah, but one, people don't want to start fires just because they see the word beacon, mm. right? One. Two, that now that they don't see the word beacon, they don't want to start any more fires or any less fires. It's the same number of fires, fucking zero, yeah. right? So what's the point? And that fuckwit Michael Sheen, of course, is He's backing really, it all the way. Yeah, Never he, saw a stupid left-wing... Uh, cool, that cool. he didn't want to fucking get involved in silly arsehole. Yeah, I had some trouble with the Welsh as well when I was away because um, I can't remember why I did it, but I basically said that Wales isn't a country. <laughs> and I said, actually, here's proof uh, that Wales is a country because here's a Welsh passport. And I just put a picture of my British passport down. And they all went fucking that's insane. Because that's good true. Idea. And he, I said, you can't have a country if it doesn't have its own passport. And they went, well, that means England isn't a country either. I said, correct. And Scotland isn't either. None of them are. United Kingdom. Is United the Kingdom is the country, and that's the fucking passport. Yeah. And fuck me, did I get a lot of shit from the Welsh. Yeah, and Scotland's a country as well. Really good uh, leadership as well. Though. Fantastic. It's going well for the SNP. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, today, as we record this, um, <laughs> the, uh, the treasurer of the SNP is in uh, a police station being questioned about the uh, missing money, because uh, he's been the treasurer apparently for 20-odd years. Um, and there's a series of names on the SNP accounts, and they are his name, Nicholas Sturgeon's name, and Murrell's name, Peter Murrell. Those are the three names on the fucking accounts that the SNP... Well, it's her birthday through. since I've sent her a birthday present. It's a book, uh, For Whom Does the Bell Toll? I <laughs> <laughs> hope she enjoys it. Send her a ball and chain. Oh, fucking hell, I mean, what a shit show. Incredible. It's absolutely incredible what's going on up there. By the way, also... I was to a guy today, I said, how can you even have a government... In these circumstances, you know, Hummers are useless, as you know, right? It's fucking sitting he's, there. He's, he's too absolutely fucking, he's too fucking shit. thick for this. He's so shit, he's right? thick as shit. Right. And the one thing he has decided to do is to make sure that he goes forward with the Gender Recognition Act, because that wasn't the thing that fucking yeah, finished her off. So it's like, that's his one, his one great move, yeah, is to, to fucking... Revive not the only, policy not that only ruined Nicola. Not only revive the policy, but challenge the British government in the courts to see if he can get it through. You know, could, that's what, fucking plank. Because he's so fucking thick. That was Nicola Sturgeon's tactic all along, to try to do things... Yeah to literally go the Westminster government into tr- stopping it. Yeah. So she so can, she go, can say make us independent and then yeah, we but, can do our own I mean, Alex thing. Salmond used to do that, but he was much cleverer oh, at it. Because he, he would always push for something that he knew he wouldn't get. And that way he looked like he was yeah. uh, in the right and they were all in the wrong. And check this out, right? So, so you know, when they set up that forensics tent in their front garden, Nicholas oh, yeah. Sturgeon and Peter Morrell's front garden... I mean, still... We're Shitty going, fucking house, by the way, yeah, wasn't what it? a shit house, yeah. yeah. The fucking council estate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and still we're going, what were they fucking digging for? Yeah, what I know. But here's the thing, that it's only emerged... Well, it turns out they weren't digging, yeah. though. It turns out that the only reason it's anyone thought they were digging tent, yeah. is because one, there was a forensic tent, which apparently had a ah, van leave, in leave it. Leave the digging bits. No, but, but supposedly... <laughs> Don't they kill were, that story. They, people saw them, the police with, sh- with shovels, right? So they assumed they were digging, but in fact the shovels were from a shed in the back garden. Right, right. So I'm, t- I'm told they weren't actually digging right. for anything. Let, let, let's still it's say they were a, digging. It's a better story. Digging for buried treasure. <laughs> it is the fucking thing though, right? So round the corner, uh, a, a few miles away, at Peter Morrell's uh, mum's house, oh, yeah. had been parked this £110,000 motorhome. Yes. 
which was fucking seized by the police as which well. Which is like probably enough yeah. to buy like a Winnebago or something. 10 grand, yeah. yeah. And, and, and guess what? It's owned by the Scottish National yeah. Party. Any idea why? Well, apparently they the thought it was... What the fuck do they need a fucking motorhome for? Apparently they thought it was a bus. <laughs> no, they did. They put it down as a bus. Yeah, bollocks. Yeah, of course it's bollocks. Bollocks. Yeah, and that's why it's sitting on his mother's fucking drive. You know. Yes, I, um, in the words of the song... Because, as somebody said, if they were short of money in the SNP, which they fucking well are now because nobody's given them any and nobody's going to give them any, why did he lend them 100,000 quid? Why didn't he just sell the fucking motorhome? Well, uh, no? the thing is that because cause it wasn't technically his... It's the Scottish National Party. But why didn't they sell it? What the fuck is... Yeah, but what the fuck are they want a fucking motorhome for? Maybe, maybe they have their next conference yeah, in. well, I think... I think <laughs> you know, we've got to be legally careful here, but well, fuck not really. Me, fuck because, me. No, because nobody's been charged yet. There's just yeah. an investigation going on. Yeah. You know, Peter Merrill obviously could well be innocent. For now, for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best joke I've heard for a while. And, and now the chief, the, the, and the, certainly, the, and certainly, there's no evidence that Nicholas Sturge has done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, no. Yeah, we're covered now. She's not in any trouble no, whatsoever. No, I'm sure she hasn't done anything untoward. Fuck. And similarly, this bloke Beatty, the, uh, the, 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 the treasurer. treasurer. Yeah, I'm sure he's absolutely clean as a whistle. Don't worry hell, about it. Absolutely hell, no though. problem. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> So you, you know um, the Women's Institute. Not so, really. Yeah, so you can... I've never been there. Where is it? Well, you can go now. Can I? <laughs> They're going to change the name to bloke, the Blokes... The Blokes Institute. Institute. Excellent. Yeah. Anyone Have you got join. any women here? Anyone could join. <laughs> <laughs> any women in the house? No, no, no. She just identifies the a woman. The Trans Women's Institute. <laughs> the fuck is going on there? It's the Women's Fucking Institute. It's no, for women. It's for anyone who identifies as a woman, surely. Is it in Scotland? Is that why it's fucking confused? No, it's uh, the whole country. So, what does the Women's Institute do anyway? Well, they just sort of, there's 180,000 and they get together and they talk about things and they make sandwiches and they <laughs> have fucking fates. And, you know, they're, 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 my mum was in the Women's Is Institute. Is she? Yeah. Well, what does she fucking do there? Uh, well, they just sort of get together and have a couple of glasses of wine and fucking jaw, jaw, jabber, jabber. Sounds great. Know? Um, Can't fucking wait. But you know they like each other's company. Is there a men's institute? And I think they do. They do. Why don't we have a men's? Maybe we could start it. Men's well, institute. Well, blokes. No, the blokes institute. Yeah, yeah blokes institute. And uh, if we had blokes, the bloke, men, the men's institute, would we allow trans men in? No. <laughs> <laughs> Women could come in though. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, I've never been a fan. The trans of, men could just fuck off. Yeah, I've never been a fan of these all men only clubs. You know. I went to... Do you remember White's in... Um, yeah, you've been very, there for lunch? I got taken there for lunch once by Richard Addis. The Addis. ultimate club. It's yeah. the ultimate sort of, you know, gentleman. Who yeah? Richard Addis, oh, when yeah, he was yeah, yeah, the Express. Yeah, yeah. And we went for lunch. And I felt really fucking uneasy. It was a room full of blokes having lunch with each other. No women, no women staff. All the staff were men. Yeah. The waiters were all men. I was fucking weird. I was going, what the fuck are you doing here? Why would... Unless you're, um, you know, only interested in men... Why else would you be there? And you know those fuckers who go to those kind of clubs? I went to one uh, in the summer. And it's like full of all these blokes. Loads of blokes. And, and you know, like this There's priests, a sort of boarding school priests, you know, with cigars and yeah. brandy and things. They're, obs- <laughs> they're obsessed with wine, grouse, yeah. and brandy right. and cigars. And That's wanking, presumably. Wanking, yeah. yeah. Definitely wanking. When I, I went for a piss and uh, in the box... anybody follow you All in? the cubicles are locked. You can do... <laughs> 
That's a fucking shame. Yeah, well, anyway, I'm never joining fucking anywhere like that. Yeah, what's it with Groucho Marx? I've never joined a club for exactly. years. Speaking of, of clubs, what about Fulham Football Club? Ah, because yeah. I read three the other grand day, a year for the season. Two. The fucking season is tripled in price. They've gone from one to three. Well, my my season ticket because the, the three grander is the posh new stand, the Riverside stand that they've been building. Right. Uh, they said it would take a, a year and a half. It's taken something like um, four decades, but they've pretty much finished it now. Well, that's standard for British and builders. Is, yeah, it? and it is a flash stand. Great stand, mm. restaurants underneath it and all that. But to, to get a season ticket in there, three thousand quid a fucking. They'll sell them all, though, won't they? Uh, they probably will because yeah. people want to go to football, and if you want to have a season ticket, does it give you anything other than the seat or just the no, seat? It's just the seat. My, my one. Um, Are you going to buy one? Well, no, because I, I've got a season ticket in in, in the lads' end, the Hammersmith. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that where Sam Smith the, goes? The H block. Sam Smith doesn't go there. <laughs> He's meant to be a Fulham fan. Though. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> Get on one in the H block. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. For <laughs> oh, sake. You know, like, when, when I get, so uh, my season tickets. Yeah, because you have all the guys that shout and obscenities, don't you? Oh Christ Almighty! Yeah, the, my, the bloke sits next to me. Uh, well, the, the blokes who sit next. To yeah. Me. Uh, I, I can't really repeat some of the things they say, <laughs> but let's just say they're not really up on the wokery. No. You know? <laughs> Well, this is the problem with the wokery, though. The wokery is invading every fucking aspect of, of our lives, it, isn't it? Of course it is. You know. I mean, what about... By the way, my season ticket at the moment is around about 500 quid. Right? All right. Even that... Is that going up? That'll go up. Because, you know, we, we, we've broken the habit of a lifetime and actually not got relegated yeah. from the Premier League. So once you you remain... Might have been a European they, they action next, All the next clubs year. cash in on sustained presence in the yeah. Premier League. They just start putting their t- tickets up, which yeah. is shit. Um, but uh, yeah, woke. My favourite woke story is the fucking <laughs> fucking woman teacher at an all girls oh, school yeah. who got in the deep shit for saying to her class, "Good morning, girls." Yeah, amazing, sake. absolutely, absolutely incredible. But this happened at St Paul's, didn't it? As well, like a couple of years ago, uh, which is actually called officially called St Paul's School for Girls. Yes, which is a private school, very well yeah, run, posh very posh, very. Fame, lots of kind famous of alumni. Along with right? Rodine, it's yeah, the it's it's, it's a bit like Westminster School for yeah, Boys. Yeah, yeah, although yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's now a, a unisex. School, yeah, but but um, they decided that the head girl would no longer be called the head girl, and they came up with some other fucking title, right? And somebody went, "Yeah, but you're still called the St Paul's School for uh, fucking girls. Yeah, yeah. What is wrong with you?" Yeah, and then it ends up that you know, the, the, so the teacher is told to you know use their pronouns and not say girls, and she said, "Well, it's bloody ridiculous." Yeah, it's a girls' school, so she sticks to her guns. Right. Fucking head teacher and the, the school authorities, uh, they basically make her force her to apologise, so she quit. Good for her. I mean, you know what? This it's Maoist. Yeah. This is what happened in Mao's Chairman right. Mao's China mm. that the adults were made to cower before yeah. the children. Right. So what they should have said to those girls: these are our pronouns. Take stick your fucking pronouns up your junior asses yeah. and do what you're fucking told. Yeah. Instead of ooh. No, oh, no, we don't like that. Pupils' rights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we're feeling triggered because the curriculum is talking about things that we don't really, really want but to hear they, about. You know, the, what's fucking going on? Yeah, I know. It's adults taking children's yeah. protests seriously. Right. Why? I know. I mean, Fuck I, them. I mean, it's just ridiculous though. But this is where we now are. If yeah. anybody objects to something, 
uh, you're immediately called into question. You're obviously some kind of mad fucking psychopath uh, who wants to call women women. You know, what a cunt. Yeah, exactly. But that's why I'm launching my campaign today to bring back corporal punishment in schools. Yeah, good. Uh, the, I had the, that. The, 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 we the, had a we had a discipline master called Mr. Blue. I got fucking called, hit all the yeah, time. Yeah, you, you talked about it. And you, when you were 17, you were 17 doing it. when I said, <laughs> I said to the fucking head, but, I was bending down, he's fucking whacking my arm. We I'm had ten. a guy, yeah, we had a guy called I'm Mr. I'm 17. <laughs> Stop doing this. <laughs> or at least let fucking me Fucking hurt. Or at least though. let me fucking pay you. Hurt. Yeah, I used to get a slipper. From this bloke called Mr. Bloomline, who was a discipline master, <laughs> who was affectionately known in the in the school as Bubba. Bubba <laughs> Bloomline. Because he would walk you all the way to the top of the old building in Cardinal Vaughan School, which yeah. was um, in, in Holland Park. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his room was the only room right at the top of the school. Right. And he'd bend over and he'd hit you with a fucking slipper. Yeah, there's always something a bit strange about weird. those teachers that really enjoyed yeah. hitting kids across the arm. Luckily, I never got hard on. <laughs> <laughs> I see that, Ga- that do you see that fucking you know uh, that Gaza story no just disgusting so the, oh the, I saw a Gaza sc- story well there's this but I didn't really read there's it. this shit new reality program on the world's shittest channel channel 4 right. and it's called I fucking hate channel 4 it's called Scared of the Dark and do they all uh, take basically, your basically to sum it no it's basically Big Brother with the lights off right so it's a bunch of uh, minor celebrities no, right. going oh fuck fucking see fucking hell fuck 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 been called the most sweariest program in the history well, of TV. Obviously, haven't listened to so in the middle of this, Gaz is in it, Paul Gaskell, right. and he tells this story uh, that when he was a famous footballer, he gets him and Newcastle or whatever team he was playing for, they get invited to um, Downing Street, right. and uh, they flash up a picture, and there's a picture of. Uh, him with Maggie Thatcher, right. and they, you know, they're oh, doing, yeah. doing that. Oh bit. yes, I did see this. Yeah, story. And Ga- and Ga- Gaza then uh, regales his fellow minor celebrities with the lovely anecdote that at that point he got a hard on, aroused, and ran to the uh, Downing Street loos uh, to crack one out. Nice, isn't nice it? story. Nice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good that, they didn't edit that out. Yeah, yeah. Leave, leave that in. Yeah. Trouble with remember what he fucking did because he was mostly shit-faced yeah. all every fucking single minute of every single day. But I don't like being puritanical, but there are moments when television producers ought to maybe step yeah. in. I don't want to fucking... Yeah, but of course, in, 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 the world, yeah, but in the world of Channel 4, any kind of diminutive... Dim, 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 yeah, I can't think of the word... Um, What's the fucking word? Diminutive? Any diminutive... Well, anything that... Denominated? No, it's not that. No, we could do this all day. Anyway, anything that diminishes um, Margaret Thatcher in their arms... Oh, yeah, 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 You know, it's like... Good point. That's fucking horrendous story about Margaret Thatcher. If it was about Tony Blair, they probably wouldn't. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't do that. Although they don't like Blair much either. No, they don't. But if it was about, you know, David Lammy... Oh, no, you can't be doing that. You can't make any jokes about him. Or fucking Diane Abbott. No, because that would make you racist. But it's all right to absolutely piss all over the memory of Margaret Thatcher because she was evil. You know, you still see people on Twitter with, you know, celebrating Margaret Thatcher's death I 10 know. years on. I, I mean, what's wrong with these fucking wankers? Yeah, you could get over it. A bit yeah. like fucking Brexit, isn't it? Oh, well, they'll never get over that. <laughs> they'll literally never get over it. And I mean, I have to say, when I was in France, no, you didn't get any sense that they were even in the European Union. No. They don't mention it. Yeah. They don't talk about it. You don't see EU flags flying everywhere. 
you know, they're French, they're France, that's what they do. They happened to be rioting in fucking um, Paris when I was there. Because at one point the kids were like, if you go to Paris, I was like, I don't think it's a very good idea. The fucking streets are on fire. It's quite a long way from where you were. Well, you could get a train there, uh, not that that far, because I think it was I love Paris when it's in good form. I don't know Paris that well. I love it. But the kids really wanted to go, because we've been once before with them. Um, But... Great city, but not right now. And also, the thing about the French, uh, they're all like rioting and setting fire to cars, wearing those yellow jackets. Yeah. And why is that? It's because this is, well, you might have to work a couple more years. Yeah. You know, the pension age. Or you might. What, you make me fucking right. work? Also, the Ooh, great la, la. Also, they, they, they fucking they, ain't working. They also, the French, have you ever noticed? They? Lazy cunts. Yeah. And they don't work on Mondays, <laughs> right? They don't work on the weekends, right? Um, they don't fucking work. They don't work in August. They do about a right? 21 no, hour week. They don't work in fucking August. Right? Yeah, of course that's Monday, right. forget yeah. about it. Nothing going on. <laughs> but when you drive through these towns, in, 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 I find it's in Europe a lot. Spain, Portugal, the same. Um, Italy, yeah. France. There's no fucking around. Where, where are well, they? Yeah, well, as I say, if you want to go move But where to, are they? You want to make a billion uh, fucking euros in, in France, set up a shutter business. Because every yeah. fucking building is shattered for most yeah. of the day. Imagine being a boss in France, you're running your company, you know, in the office. You know, one of your, a couple of your staff come and say, yeah, boss, so we've just been out for lunch. Back in four and a half hours. Fucking seven courses yeah. of wine. Yeah, yeah. Lazy bastards. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the other thing. It's, it's that's the, why I reckon they lost the fucking Battle of Waterloo. They just didn't turn up. They couldn't be bothered. Still in bed. Yeah, couldn't be bothered. Maybe it was in August. <laughs> I don't know, we did that fight in August in stinking English. We went for lunch. Yeah. But that was the other thing. All these fucking Ramonas were going on about, right? They were like, well, it might be all right for you to go for holidays there, but you try staying there for more than 90 days. Well, why would I want to stay there for 90 <laughs> fucking days? I've got Still a job. A 91 day I've holiday. got a fucking job, you cunt. I've got to come back and do it. Yeah. Why the fuck would I want to stay in a foreign country for yeah. three months? Yeah. It you was to fucking live there anyway. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I like France. I like France. But that's the other thing they can't understand is that, you know, but you voted for Brexit, you must hate Europe. No, actually, I rather like Europe. Yeah. I just don't like the fucking European Union, you stupid cunt. Yeah, exactly. You know? For the lazy bastards. Anyway, we've, we've pretty much used up the half an hour already. We certainly have. Uh, but if you haven't done it already, go to Patreon and sign up for our Patreon accounts. We're going to do a little thing on there. I can't remember what we're going to do about uh, uh, this week, but we'll come we'll up with something. something up. But we should uh, talk about suitable choices, shouldn't we? Dave Johnson, Dave Johnson, the man from Suitable Choices, who has helped to bring you this podcast. Um, it's uh, where you get your mortgage sorted out, isn't it? Yeah, it's based in Margate. Margate. Right, but he covers the whole country. He does cover the whole Good country. Good man, yeah. and uh, he'll sort you out. Suitablechoices.co.uk is where you go to find him. Uh, and if you're looking for any kind of mortgage, that's where you go. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, and we shall see you then. Don't fucking stupid. Yeah, but until then, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well done.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.